Hey guys, and welcome to the Get Life Podcast. I've been trying this how many times? I don't know. So let's get straight into this. Today we're talking about game. And I have Steph, Amy, Michelle, and Ryden. Say hello, guys. Hey. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and let's get started. So I'm going to start first. I'm going to talk about my game memory. So game is the place where I obviously bought my games and I bought loads more things like the t-shirt I'm currently wearing now it's a Modern Warfare 3 t-shirt and uh, I got that from game and my iPod as well I got that from game I got loads of things from games so I'm not really gonna stay a great long list because we'll be here for hours but you know game was just always amazing for me because it's a place you can go in and you could ask well what should I get well, sometimes I've actually went in there and I asked the guys well the lads at game as I as I know them, like, what should I get today? They're like, oh yeah, yeah Gears of War 3, so I'm like, okay, fine. Um, especially at my store, my local store, they they really like to sell you the collector's editions a lot. Like, um, I think my sister, she was gonna get me Gears of War 3, just a regular edition, and she came out with, um, I think, I don't know which one, I think it's the one with the statue, she just came out with that, I'm like, what the hell? So, yeah. And there's loads more memories, and we'll talk about them later. So let's start with Ryden. What are your memories from game? Uh, well, so we've both we've got a uh, game and game station in uh, my town. Uh, good places. I enjoyed mooching around, uh, pre-ordered stuff. Um, occasionally finding the odd uh, little gem in there, things that didn't usually see in any other store. Um, Staff were great to chat to, um, you know, when they weren't busy. Uh, just you know, go pop in, have a, a quick uh, chat about whatever games coming out and other random bits and pieces. Um, occasionally talking to customers while I was in there um, when they weren't, you know, when they weren't sure as to what they were picking up, and uh, I'd occasionally talk, you know, talk to them and suggest things. Um, midnight launches, midnight launches were. Uh, were good, although I sort of didn't go to as many recently because of work and stuff. Um, yeah, I remember buying my first my PS2 on launch day. That was a, a good little, uh, good little thing. That was although I was on crutches and uh, oh. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I crutched my way into town. You know, sort of walked my way into town uh, on my crutches and did it all the, all the way back. Dedication right there. <laughs> 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 yeah, so that's that's pretty much that's pretty much my memories <laughs> or my main memories. Um, do you think you would go to any other like game store? Because I've been to a few. So let's say if you weren't in, I'm guessing you're in Basingstoke. So if you weren't yep. in Basingstoke, would you go to like the ones in London? Would you go like all the uh, way whenever, to whenever I'm about in, uh, I mean, I uh, did exams in Guildford and I pop into the game in Guildford or whatever and. Yeah, if I if I see a store, I usually end up going in there just to see if there's anything. Usually within the pre-owned stuff, to see if there's anything which I've been meaning to get my hands on and is no longer available on other shelves. So that's yeah. each each one seems a bit different, you know. I guess different management, but uh, yeah, usually quite a nice place to go to. Okay, um, let's move on to Amy. So, what are your memories from game? And talk to us more about game, because I know you had many experiences <laughs> with game. 
Do you want them as a staff perspective or...? Any kind of perspective. Let's start um, with customers and then eventually we'll go on to staffs. Okay, um, well, as a sales assistant, we get all the regulars in and it's always nice just to see how they are. Um, we had one kid who was 17 and he would always come in and he'd have a look to and asking us which are the best games to buy and he was so sweet and then eventually he turned 18 but he didn't have any ID and so we were like yeah just have this because we were giving out forms to get pass ID stuff and um, then he'd come in and he was like when's Grand Theft Auto coming out? <laughs> Everything he wanted to know was when's Grand Theft Auto and it's, it's awesome and it was really sad as well because as we were showing up, shutting up the shop he was outside and Aww. knocking on the door and he was like what's happening why are you closing and he had no idea and I think it's things like that because they would come in and, and they kind of make your day really because they are your regulars and that's pretty much what I miss most I guess the regulars that make your day <laughs> but um, there's loads of other things. Most of the midnight launches actually um, are quite good because everyone's really excited to get the game that's coming out. And um, so your store um, was in Stevenage. So which one was it? Was it um, the big one? Um, we were the little one. Uh, I, I worked in the smaller one. Uh, so um, we did have quite a long queue at midnights, but not as long as Game Station, to be honest. Uh, what was your favourite midnight launch? Um, um, I'd, I'd probably have to say Battlefield. Cool. Yeah. Um, I've done so many. <laughs> <laughs> there were so many. Um, I can't really remember all of them. It's, you always like dosed up on Red Bull or something. <laughs> did, did you have a bit of a like quite an event for the Battlefield one then? No, we didn't. It was just a really good turnout. We had a raffle and stuff. So okay. Wait, wait, raffle? Yeah, we have raffle. Um, I remember we had a raffle for the Call of Duty one as well. Um. And what do you mean? Like people would win the game? Or? Yeah. That's pretty much swag. it. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's awesome. I think, I think most stores did it, or it was just our region or something. I but we did. had a raffle, and one. It was only for the midnight launch, so whoever came down to midnight launch would get the raffle ticket, and I, I think I picked it out actually, um, and that person got a free copy of the hardened edition. Nice. Yeah, which is kind of cool. Very lucky person. Because <laughs> wow. I remember my store, um, my local store, never actually done midnight launches because they obviously they were in a shopping centre, so they're kind of restricted in the sense they can't really go for midnight and things like that. But I'll say my store, they they don't really have like okay, they have their Call of Duties and they have their Battlefields, but there was more like. Games that you never expect to see in a store. Like, let's say if I go to a supermarket and I go asking for Dynasty Warriors, I'll think I'm mad, you know? Um, <laughs> but surprisingly, in, in my local store, you just see the shelves were paved with like Dynasty Warriors games. And surprisingly, um, 
what well, I guess I think a few weeks ago before it closed down there, there were still copies of Warriors uh, the Gundam one so I was like wow I better pick myself one of those obviously I didn't I missed my chance which is a shame anyway um, Steph what have your experiences been well um, I think my, my best memory is um, I, when I went to university uh, my Xbox broke so it was my uh, 19th birthday 19th? Yes, 19th birthday, and I decided to get an Xbox. I didn't have a clue where the game shop was, but I went in there, and the uh, staff were really friendly about it. Like, obviously I had an Xbox before, but then I was just chatting about games, and the conversations always led to Mass Effect, which, uh, I mean, I quite miss that, you know, going in and just talking about games, so. Okay, um, what about you, Michelle? I think it's just... Because, you know, there wasn't really, there's not really anywhere else like Spain on the high street, like, you'd have like, you know, Blockbuster and they'd have like a few games, but game was pretty much the only one designed just for games, obviously. That's like it, for, because my local stores, like, the staff were really friendly and really helpful, and you hear all the sort of horror stories about sort of people sort of being patronised for going in there, but, no, they were really sort of helpful and friendly for me, and they'd always sort of, it was stop and chat, especially when I got my people Just, you know, small stuff like that. And plus, I think it's a different experience um, from going online. I think, yeah, you can buy stuff online and, you know, it's cheaper and all this nonsense, but you don't get the same sort of... I think it likes the personal sort of touch, like, you just, or you can't really, you know, browse and, you know, buy something you don't expect to find quite as easy as you do, like, in a store. Which is a real shame. Yeah. Um, another thing I, I want to talk about is Game and their oh. Twitter page. I like it, it's sexy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wanted to hear. I oh, I win that. stuff like quite a lot, so you... I like it. What? Win stuff a lot, eh? I got the Final Fantasy figure. High five, yeah. I... yeah, and then I got the, um, what was it, the Hardcore Gamer Female Award. The Connect Sports 2 prize. Pretty awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. And you know, I haven't won anything yet. <laughs> I haven't won anything yet. <laughs> well, don't don't your store like um well your sorry about that um didn't your store kind of like give you stuff for free like here's a free console or something like that? Did they not do stuff like that or? Um, only if they were as a prize. So. Um... Do you remember when the DSi came out? Yeah. It was a couple of years ago now. Um, I think it was a Nintendo incentive. So for the stores, we were um, had to get some deposits down for DSIs. And my store, I think we came top of our region or something to get deposits. And they gave everyone a free DSi. So we got a free DSi and a copy of Professor Layton when it came out, which was pretty awesome. Sounds very awesome. Um, and they do give out a fair few prizes to stores who win incentives. It's mostly just about the incentives. Get some money for a night out. <laughs> can't complain with that. <laughs> um. So yeah, talking about the game 
Game Digital. Guys, follow them on Twitter, at Game Digital, because, you know, even now, when they were in um, administration, they're still quite active. They're saying, well, this, the site's back up, and guys, the site is back up, so go check them out on their site, and you can find everything out on them. And, you know, if you ask them a question on Twitter, they will, nine times out of ten, they will reply to that. Um, you know, if you don't take my word for it, try it. Just say, at Get Life Podcast sent me. They'll be like, oh my god, no, they, they don't. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, also about their Twitter, they, it was quite cool, you know, um, I just started Twitter like a year ago, and my first follower was game, and I was like, what the hell? So, yeah, so these guys at game, it's very, I'm very honoured to talk to anyone that works at game. Doesn't matter if they're the manager, or if they're just like regular store person. I don't know what your title is in store, Amy, but... I'm just a sales assistant. <laughs> well, I was. <laughs> store person sounds better. Okay, we'll go with that. Store Fine. person. Store person. Amazing store person. <laughs> yeah. We'll work for cake. <laughs> okay. No, if I worked for game, I, I would do it for free. So would I. Just... Well, obviously, here or there they'll give me a game, but you know, I'm just saying. Seriously, just to be in that environment must be amazing. It's pretty fun. Like, talking to the people, interacting with people, um, talking about games as well, because that's what you're there to do. Yeah, I don't think I could ever get bored talking about games all day. <laughs> it's good fun. It's good fun. And I also liked how... Um, game before they went into administration they, they used to get all these like deals and like console deals and console packages and even at my store the guys um i told them my xbox died and i'm like so why are you here then it's a bit surprising so um obviously i got a new xbox there so i don't know what they did but they kind i know i know my xbox completely died but they done some mixed magic and they kind of got the everything on my old console onto my new console so I don't know what the hell they did to do that like I said magic but really nice guys really nice guys and I know they're just at the end of the day those guys were mainly they wanted their sales so they kind of like oh no don't get the this version of the game you got to get the hardened edition or you got to get like <laughs> the best edition you can get because they're, they're like oh dude you're worth it just just spend a bit on yourself <laughs> but, but see, the, then this sort of comes in line with what Michelle was saying with regards to the fact that shopping online or even shopping in a supermarket you don't quite get that sort of personal service with regards to you know being able to talk to someone about uh, about the stuff that you know about the stuff on the shelves because I mean in supermarkets they deal with everything and they don't really care as long as they're selling something yeah um, I mean, it, you know, it's not always the case with all workers because I know sometimes, you know, they'll. Uh, I know my local game store will get like temporary workers who are not that interested in the product. They're just, you know, there for the sake of filling up a few hours. Um, but the majority of those that are permanent staff were, you know, were always brilliant um, and would offer you that sort of personal service. They on try. Yeah. Check you. Look at you. Yeah. yeah, anyhow, I went to, um, I think, 
um, game in Hanley like two weeks ago, like a week before it ended up closing down. And I went to buy The Darkness 2, and I found out it was one of the gate the people who worked there, it was his um, old game. So he's like telling me all about it before I got it. Because like, it was £25, and it's got obviously loads of students go there. But I know they always tell you and warn you if the game's going to be rubbish. They weren't trying to like sell it on to you. They were actually stating if it was going to be a good game or not, which I quite like. Yeah. So I've bought rubbish games before. I guess when you become a regular customer, they sort of the, the um, most most uh, stuff tend to be a little more uh, a little more personal with regards to offering that sort of advice. I mean, when it's just an, an any day customer who sort of looks like they don't really care they just pick it up anyway then well uh, i think i think it also helps like if they know you're a gamer because of, um i wasn't like a complete regular because obviously i was in university quite a lot of times but um but i used to go every now and then but um yeah i, know, I remember me and uh, one of the people working there uh, were just having a chat about mass effect 3 and he told me i should get out the shop <laughs> but, i mean that was quite that was quite funny he was just laughing and joking um, I remember, um, you know, for the TK Day, I was just there, kind of printed off my own T-shirt that says TK Day 2012, and I just came into my local game shop, and they're like, okay, yeah, okay, we'll help you, you know. But they wanted me to stay there and kind of, they were very ha um, happy with the whole me go walking into the store asking them for help with TK Day, and you know, it was nice because they wanted me to like upsell kind of. Tecmo Code Games is a bit weird. Hassling people, dude, man, buy Dynasty Warriors. <laughs> Surprisingly, some people did. So that was a great achievement on that day. <laughs> and for those unsure about what TK Day was, uh, it's um, it was an event day which we were um, running for um, to getting people getting people involved in sort of playing uh, playing and talking about Tecmo Code Games uh, for a particular day. Uh, getting online matches organised, getting people playing with each other uh, um, through the games, etc. Um, and we'd, we'd, hated it. we'd done two of them, and both of those had been successful. We're hoping to do another one soon. Yeah. So, Good, yeah. I missed both of them. Due to field work. Organised very soon. So, um, regarding that kind of thing, so I ended up coming out of the store with a like a, one of those gift cards as a thank you. Not that was quite nice of them. It's not like they gave it to me for free. One of the guys actually bought them, so it, the proceeds still went to gain. Um, so yeah, and another thing, let's talk about. Uh, we were talking about earlier about games, Twitter competitions, and things like that. So. What was your favourite competition, guys? For the win. If that counts as the competition. That was um, awesome. Yeah, that's what I mentioned on the yeah, on the um, oh, on my right. blog. <laughs> um, with yeah, that was one of the that was one of the one of the good things with, with regards to sort of what helped me develop the community that I've got now. Mm. Um, when that was being when that was being run, um, I probably wouldn't have met the majority of people that I've got on my social network now. Oh, thanks. Aww. It's 
Very nice of you, Raiden. Oh, yeah. It was also my first link to being connected with Chin as well. Same here, actually. Yeah, I have to thank Game quite a lot because you know, if it wasn't for Game FTW, I don't think you know the whole TK family would be as strong as they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. So thank you, Game. I would give you a thank present, you. but that stuff is expensive. <laughs> No, I don't have money to spend on you guys. So, uh, Amy, did you, Amy, did you host any uh, competitions in stores? In stores? Oh. Um... Or not really? <laughs> I think not really. No. It was more cases the odd raffle, the midnight okay. thing, really. But on Twitter, um, I think it was the only thing. That really got me involved in Twitter because I only been on for maybe even less than a year and it was just a random day off and I thought I'd follow game and I got follow back and they were doing some weird what is your desk setup or something oh yeah yeah <laughs> so I it was quite embarrassing I put a picture up and my boss actually texted me saying dude tidy your desk up and I'm like ah okay <laughs> quite embarrassing but then when game put up their desk they had the game baby like the babysitting yep. mama baby and I asked if it had a name and he was like no so maybe you should give it a name so that was pretty much the first thing that I did on Twitter for for game just give it a random babysitting mama doll a name and yeah, it turned out to be quite a good success actually it was quite fun was it, wasn't it megabyte at the end or it was megabyte yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was quite fun. Yeah, I remember that little baby. Oh, legendary little baby. Yeah. I got a poster um, for it though. You got a poster? So, yeah, I got a Sonic poster, which was very nice. So thank you, game. I love Sonic, so it's amazing. So no doubt you got the Sonic Generations. It was a promo copy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I love Sonic. It's amazing. Of the old school stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't too keen on all the um, 3D ones that they did, um, where they sort of changed the formula a bit. Um, I preferred the sort of side scroll yeah. style of game on those. I think they kind of ruined like the um, Sonic when they got up to the bit where he had like, what was it, when at night time he kind of turned into a werewolf? I forgot the, getting the name of the game. Was uh, Sonic that. I, I was thinking the same thing, it looked awesome, but then when you get to play it, it's just a really bad game. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I really try it. No, I, I played it on the Wii, and it was just utterly bad. It was just disgustingly bad. So I just. I, I wish I'd traded it in, but I still have it. And it's the same with Sonic Riders, you know, it's just. Uh, the, which one? Sonic. Yeah, the one on the Kinect. That was a bad game. So I just went to game, and I was like, dude, you gotta give me something better than this, you know, I don't like this game. And he was like, oh, um, try the, what was it, the, the Mega Drive, Sega Mega, you know, the disc they do for it. Yep. So he gave Mega me that. Mega Drive collection, yep. Yeah. yeah, that's the one. And that's all I play now, if um, I'm feeling for Sonic, I'm like, pop this in the Xbox. Good game. It's a very amazing game. It's like a selection of games. I'm hoping Sega kind of do like a Dreamcast one, 
like with loads of Dreamcast games. Oh, I loved the Dreamcast. It was amazing. Yeah. Jet Set Radio. I love the Xbox 360. <laughs> yeah, the Xbox is amazing, but... It's so sexy. Especially with the Mass Effect stickers on it. Really? Yes. It's me. Do you expect any less? <laughs> no, I don't. What the hell is yeah. that? See, I'm, I'm not tied to a Elise. particular console. Well, no, um... oh, I'm. I tend to sort of play between my PS3 and my Xbox now. Yeah. Consoles. But yeah, speaking about consoles, what what do you guys think of the new like um the rumors circulating around like the new PlayStation and, and Xbox consoles? As in, do you mean not being able to play pre-owned games? That's the one. I hate it. I'm not going to buy the new Xbox if I can't play pre-owned games, and if it's not backwards compatible. Uh, yeah, because that's one thing that put me off the PlayStation 3, because everyone's like, oh, you can't play PS2 games in there. And I was like, what the hell is the point of me getting this? <laughs> so, the the old PlayStations, uh, the first PlayStation 3s would allow backwards compatibility yeah, with some... PS2 games, not all. Just the 60 gig, wasn't it? Like, no, it was the biggest one you could buy, the really expensive one. Yeah, that was the 60 gig then. Oh right, no, no, <laughs> my brother's got one, but I don't know how big it is, because he got it like on day two of release. Um, yeah, I heard um, that it was only like 20% of PlayStation 2 games that'd work on it anyway. Yeah, it wasn't. You couldn't play all games on there. It's no. just um, Con, a set. Really? And I think they they also that was the. One that may, I, th- I think it had a port for your to use one of those old memory cards as well. Yeah. But again, that's yeah. something which I think got removed. Hmm. Which is a shame, you know, because backwards compatibility is always an amazing thing. I mean, I know they're now releasing on uh, through the digital store um, PS2 games. Um, problem is, where it's where it's all digital, you're you filling up your hard drive. Yes, you're having to buy it again, and you're filling up your hard drive space. <laughs> I have no problem with that, but it's just not all games are like that. Because, okay, if PlayStation 3 said on their PSN store, they said, we're going to put Dynasty Warriors 2 up there, whatever, if Tecmo Koei do, make one. I'm hinting, Tecmo Koei, make one. Make like a Dynasty Warriors collection for PlayStation. Do it, and I will buy a PlayStation. Just saying that right now, because you can't find all the games that you want to love on the PSN store, you know? Now see, one thing I found out, um, which, I, which I didn't know when I bought the console, um, was the fact that you can you can play PS1 games using the disc through the PS3. So, um... Well, that's I, a bit odd. How come it yes. goes further back? Um, so I've been able to play some of my favourite old PS1 games through the um, system without having to buy them through the PSN store, um, so I didn't have to rebuy all of those. Because apparently um, they were saying that the new, because I think, was it me and you that were talking about this, Ryden? I'm not sure about these um, PlayStation rumours. Was it? I don't recall. Yeah, it was just these um, rumours about like um, PlayStation and they were saying that PlayStation will have like a, a new kind of, instead of HD, 
things like that they were going with the with Sony's 4K kind of definition which would be amazing for gamers but really 4K is quite expensive to have yeah but but then think about the loading time would increase which is what I hate because like that's why I noticed like change from PlayStation 2 to PlayStation 3 the loading times like doubled but you have to admit like the you, you never know it might they might decrease their loading time because you've got they they got new technologies and things like that like the, the playstation 3 that's like quite old now that's more than like five years old yeah that's more than five years old so technology they, in there they are quite... greatly tr- they are greatly trying to improve the um the processing power um and uh, memory and everything else on the consoles going forward so and like you say, there's the I think they, I can't remember what they're calling it, something like super high definition or whatever. Yeah, um, the 4K thing. Um, yeah, there'd be that, and I think they're trying to change it from being uh, possibly being disc-based games to being maybe uh, almost like uh, my idea is that possibly them going towards the like an SD style cartridge, which I think they got for the Vita. Um, the PS Vita used those little. Um, cartridges yeah and it could be a similar case with the ps3 unit where they can i wouldn't mind with that but you know what playstation are doing with their vita they they're offering you a cartridge or download and you know like the download i would think would be cheaper so you know even if you you had this playstation 3 and and game was still like obviously it is still alive but if they were selling it you know maybe people like I'll just go get the download instead. That now, so my big kind of kill game. My biggest issue with new with the new ideas for the consoles is the fact that they're not being able to play, uh, or they're supposed to be putting these things to block pre-owned games. Now, this is obviously something which touches on what we've been already talking about with regards to the game store, mm-hmm. you know, and and other re- you know other retailers like that, specialist game stores who get the majority of their money from um, pre-owned yeah. game sales. Um, obviously that's going to kill business in there. Obviously there's n- then there's no competition with regards to the digital sales price on these games because um, they're all going through the, you know, through the console's store. So you, you won't be getting, you know, if something's on sale it'll be set by the console you know, be set by Sony or set by Microsoft as to whether or not there's a discount on the game or whatever. So, yeah, you're shopping around for better prices is probably not, you know, probably going to be a bit of a thing in the past that they implement something like that. Now, wouldn't that kind of kill loads of other companies as well? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I really not looking forward to the future consoles. Yeah. I, I really don't know. I mean, unless of course they allow in, uh, like a similar thing with maybe like like with um, MP3 downloads with music, where you can buy them from different stores. So, you know, you can buy it from Amazon or whatever, um, and you can then use them in your iTunes, etc. Um, so you may be able to buy a digital game and be able to, you know, you type in your PSN ID and you, it'll go on, you know, be attached to your PSN. So you can, you know, so then other retailers digitally can. Um, Sell you games and then obviously offer competition. Um, But obviously that again kills the high street side of things because 
I'd rather uh, go shopping, you know, I don't like this whole idea of downloading games, because I, I actually like going, and then when I like thinking about getting one game, I look around and go, ooh, actually this look, looks pretty good, and if I'm just like doing it online, I, I won't even look, I'll be like, oh there's the game. Well, actually, I, I, saying that, as you probably know already, Amy, is um, game like stores like Game, they already are doing those cards, aren't they? With regards to Same. like PSN games that you can buy on the yeah, cards. Yeah, we we have some cards um, which give you either like 600 mics of points, no, 800 mics of points to buy a game, but you're actually going to download that particular game. Yeah. Um, Super Meat Boy. Um, my favourite. Because <laughs> um, don't they basically there's... give you the unlock code for that game as opposed to the points? Yes. Yeah. 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 So, so it means stores could, pro- you know, could possibly still retail in there. I don't know because I thought that the whole of the money still went because even though it's digitally yeah. download, yeah, the, the money doesn't actually go through game. Well, they get like a very teeny tiny percentage or something. Yeah. that's what I hear. I, I, but I think. It's, I think that's the way it goes, yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that the same as selling new games? When you sell uh, a game? Yeah, I guess so. As I opposed think... to your pre-owned is all your profits. <laughs> um, yeah, I think the way how game could have got round it is a very far-fetched idea, but if they, with pre-owned, if they gave a small percentage to the companies that make them, but yeah. they wouldn't then create these online passes and things like that to stop people buying pre-owned. So if the percentage still went to the company, but then no, because the prices change all the time, so that wouldn't work. <laughs> it's a good well, idea. I, no, I, I think you know. I think that that would you know. I think that would work with regards to them not having so much hate um, hatred towards. Um, yeah. So as long as a game sells, so maybe yeah. as long as a game sells for more than like two or three pound yeah then two or three pound could then go to the company to then save that whole online pass yeah. or even if it did just work even if it did just work on a percentage of yeah yeah i think but companies won't necessarily do that because no. they want the whole profit but i think it's the only way how retail could probably stay yeah as retail I think. Pretty good conversation so far. So, continuing on this whole new console thing, what do you want to see from a new console? Because everyone also have been saying um, other kind of rumours, but I want to see Apple make a console. Because I, I know they're bound to get into that market because, you know, them and uh, Microsoft are like... Well, you know, you're talking about Apple. I read yeah. yesterday that they're richer than Microsoft now on assets. Yep. Wow. So yeah, there's um, that potential to make a um, new. Now they they already think that um, companies like Apple don't need to make a console because they're benefiting already from like the, the items such as the iPad and iPhones, where people are able to download higher quality games um, for those particular systems using their touch screen, and more people are adopting, uh, you know, adopting that as opposed to going for a new console. It's like kind of like a console already, like, yeah. like how many games yeah. you can get and all that. But then, like you know, like at the moment, your top three competitors in the console market is the Nintendo, 
um, Microsoft and Sony. So I think they launched another game out there. I don't think it would sell off well, like as quick. Okay, yeah, but um, that's the thing. When Xbox started off, you know, there was PlayStation there. They, they grew, and then you know now they're big competitors. If you have Apple there, you know you, you can do endless amounts of things. You could say, well, we're not going to do controllers. We're just going to let your iPad be the controller, or let your iPod or your iPhone be the controller. I still wouldn't buy it. I'm too much of an Xbox fanboy. Because the, the possibilities are endless with Apple. Because you know you never know. Um, people on YouTube they make a living out of gaming, as in they record and things like that. You maybe one of these uh, next-gen consoles might have a HD PVR inbuilt into the console. Now, one, thing can... to, one thing to remember about Microsoft now is the mm-hmm. fact that they're very much con- um, focusing their um, Xbox console on being an entertainment system, and they're putting a lot more focus um, around um, the apps system that they've got in place with mm-hmm. you know other entertainment, which. Um, it's not gaming, and they're putting a, you know, a lot more focus on that as opposed to the gaming. So, I mean, that's all a great idea, but it should just be for gaming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's. Well, I think it's, you do it because it's losing the focus of the, of the thing. Yeah. yeah. I think they're they're only doing it because it's like they, everyone's like saying, "Oh yeah, the PS3 is good." Uh, Blu-ray player, but then I think the Xbox is trying to come back with that with, yeah, this is a console and an entertainment thing, but I don't know, Xbox sells just as well as Sony, as the PlayStation anyway. Yeah, I think the Xbox is a, uh, I think it's generally sold better in the West anyway, as as a whole. Um, I think partly because of the entertainment. Uh, the entertainment side of it, and um, the other part being, it's it's a more I, I find it's a more social console. Yeah, and also the fact that they got loads of exclusives that people are willing to buy, like the Halo series Fable. and um, yeah, Fable and Gears of War. Gears. Love <laughs> Haven't played it yet. It's an amazing I game. I love Gears of War. Yeah. Just chainsawing people is just so <laughs> thrilling. No, I'm unsure. M- Michelle, do you own an Xbox? Uh, I used to, but I sold it. <laughs> then so, it's like, like you were saying, it's like, the whole thing is, I don't like the Xbox, because mainly it's because, I don't know, I'm not into sort of like FPSs and stuff, like Gears of War and Halo and all that, don't, don't really hold my interest, so that you know, doesn't bother me. Yeah, it's like the whole thing with the fact that I was on the Xbox Live and got a beautiful over you know, that kinda of put me off it as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, you know of all games. <laughs> I just I just find the PS3 better system. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it you know double the price when it first came out. Um, something that I found a bit weird was when I'm talking to like uh, people from America, they say that the Xbox is more expensive than the PlayStation, which is a bit weird. But you know. Now I, I can see, see, I can see Michelle's point is because the, a lot of the, I mean, I, I know Michelle's more, you, you're more into these sort of RPG style games, aren't you? And um, uh, like the Warriors and um, Japanese style um, or Japanese developed 
games or whatever, that's has heavy focus on the PlayStation consoles as opposed to the Xbox, which is very Western and is all full of first-person shooters or third-person shooters, etc., which sort of completely saturate the, uh, the games which are on there. Don't forget Mass Effect. Yeah, but it's a very different style of RPG. It's because it's got it's a third-person shooter RPG. It's you know it's you know very Western developed, whereas uh, what I think Michelle likes is this the turn-based sort of Japanese style. Role play. Yeah. Plus, we get all the uh, Tecmo Koei exclusives on the PS3. I would never buy a PS3. <laughs> uh, Even if I bought one for free, I would not take it. What? No, I'll take that. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I would. I have no need for a PlayStation. What? <laughs> Say, I have no need for a PlayStation, so I wouldn't buy one. Really? Yeah. I don't have a TV, so <laughs> there's no point getting uh, a PS3 because obviously you'd want it for the Blu-ray and everything. So there's no yeah. point with that. And uh, I'm more—I was a PC gamer, and then I got my Xbox. So that's, that's what yeah, I but need. if you don't have a TV, how do you? I think you mean high, high definition TV. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm thinking yeah. you have no TV. What, what the hell? No, I—I I don't have a TV. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, I I'm use my, my PC monitor for everything. Okay, yeah, so. that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's my world. <laughs> and are you also a um, handheld gamer? or? Um, well, I've always had a DS. Okay. That's for when I'm, you know, when you're bored trying to get to sleep. You need something just to help you drift off, say, play some Pokemon or something. <laughs> but, yeah. So you sort of stick to Nintendo for the handhelds? Yeah. I mean, I, I really love the Vita, and what they've done with the Vita is pretty outstanding. The fact that it's got two touch screens as well, touch pads. But it's just completely overpriced at the moment. I read that they make a profit of over £100 on each unit sold, and... Knowing that just puts me off completely. I think that's yeah, it's that, it's that initial sell and it gives them the scope to then reduce the price a um, little later on in the uh, year. Probably probably hit probably hit the first um, price reduction nearish Christmas, I reckon, and then uh, ready ready for everyone to sort of try and snap up those units. It's like the uh, the 3DS though, because when that first came out, it was quite stunning. I remember like all the hype, it's all in 3D and it was £230 and I would never go for it because it, it was just over that 200 mark and for a handheld it just doesn't really seem worth it. Yeah. It can just break far too easily so I think for a handheld the, the ideal price is 150 I wouldn't pay any more than 150 on a handheld. Well, didn't the uh, 3D act, um, actually cause seizures and all that? And like, you couldn't use it for more than 15 minutes. Um, I didn't read up anything about that. I read uh, a, an article in the Sun. <laughs> oh, I, I read it. I read it off um, an epilepsy site. So. Ah. Um, <laughs> they were just looking for trouble. <laughs> it it has, uh, from what I gather, it has caused issues with some people. 
and I, uh, was it was it you, Amy, that said about um, telling uh, was it a seven year old or something, someone with a seven year old, to just yeah. not turn on the three D um, yeah. until they're maybe a year older? Yeah, it was uh, a customer buying it for his little boy, and he was he left a very nice comment about that. I was rather chuffed, <laughs> but um, he. He he really he wanted the next you know the big DS. What's what what does everyone have? And I was like, well, everyone's going for a free DS. And his boy was only six, and he was turning six. And so I said, well, the 3DS, because of all the other features that the 3DS has, you don't have to have it on the 3D, because even I don't play it on a 3D. Um, I just love the other things like the letterbox and the street pass. And if you've got friends with a 3DS as well, and you just do the street the quest and there's just so many little things the marketplace is easier to navigate through on the 3DS than it is on a DSi and because of that I was just like yeah just turn the 3D off you'll have no problems at all and then you can just set up your password and then you can turn it back on again so it's it's so simple I don't know why people were really getting so worked up about it uh, this this was the thing. I mean, they had the option to turn it off, and that's why I didn't get what people were kicking off that much about. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, well, I mean, uh, the only reason I was kicking off with it is um, I don't like Nintendo, but um, <laughs> <laughs> everyone knows that. But um, I have a Nintendo DS, and like I have felt like the need to buy anything more than that. But I did have a bet on with someone. If they did a Mass Effect three pre-launch, I would have to buy a 3DS. So I'm glad it all went all went through and I have to get one. So I don't know what I would have done, so I don't want one. <laughs> Probably a preference with regards to handheld. Well, I don't like them at all. It just um, the only one I would like is just the Vita, because you know, just looking at the gameplay for the Vita is just amazing. It's like a like a proper console, you know, I, I've never actually regarded um, handheld as a proper console except for the Game Boy, but you know, it's just, it's just, it just doesn't seem like a full game and I'm playing it because I used to have a PSP, just a regular one, and even playing like um, Dynasty Warriors Strike Force, it never actually seemed as good as it could be, and you know, I got it on the console as well, and I'm like, this is much better than the one that's on the PSP, even though it's like almost a direct port, you know. It just doesn't seem full. It just. It's like I don't. Also, I don't really have much use for, like, um, handhelds, because you know they kind of break easily as well. You drop it once, you know, you gotta buy a new one. That kind of thing. Just like a mobile phone. <laughs> That's why I don't have a mobile. Well, my iPhone has broke. Yeah, and I've dropped it about a hundred times. I'm one of the lucky ones. <laughs> now, see, see, I've I've got a PSP, um, and I think with regards to buying game, um, my personal thing with regards to buying games for a PSP is, uh, for, well, for a handheld is getting not anything that's too in depth, um, something that's you know easy to play. It doesn't have to be fantastic graphics because when you start obviously trying to push in something which tries to look amazing, it just looks pants. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Nintendo did a very good job with the 3DS. There was, you know, things like the um, uh, Zelda um, Ocarina of Time was, you know, really nice. You know, really nice. Um, 
and it works with regard, you know, with the dual screens and stuff like that. Um, but I like I like something which is a little more, you know, games which are a little more simple. Something which I can just play for about ten minutes or so on a, you know, maybe on a train journey. Um, and yeah, that's about it. Another thing I don't like about these um, handhelds is like they're easily you can do things with them that. It's kind of illegal, you know, hacking them. Like uh, recently, I was on a bus, and then this kid had like a, a Vita, and then next thing you know, I just see the Game Boy splash screen, and I was like, "What the hell is this emulator on here?" You know, it's just crazy what people do with these things. And you know, with consoles, it, you know, you could still do that kind of thing, but you know, there's a really high chance that you're going to get caught with these things. And with like consoles, I don't think many people pay attention to that because there's just well, I'll say millions, but that's over-exaggerating. There's quite a lot of people with hacked consoles and just downloading ISOs off the internet and things like that. I just report them all. <laughs> but it's very difficult to. You know, it's like when you play um, Call of Duty and you got someone with some crazy name. You just know that they've hacked it and you're just like, yeah, I'm going to report you. <laughs> Yeah. Get off the community. <laughs> it's very hard to report someone with a handheld. You're not just gonna yeah, you can't really. call Sony and be like, they're doing this. It's very hard to do this. Yeah, you'd have to take. You'd probably have to take down the serial number of the machine and uh, <laughs> and get the person's name or whatever. Excuse me, sir. Is your okay. console hacked? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Would you Would you mind what me is your name? the number? <laughs> <laughs> I think you get a punch in the face or something along those lines. Just, just um, put him under civilian arrest and then take it off him, write it down, and then give it back. I, I think that's all a little extreme. A little extreme with regards to the uh, the issue at hand. It's, <laughs> and, and to be honest, as long as it's not, if it wasn't affecting me with regards to them doing it, then you know, if it's not them doing it through a multiplayer game, then that doesn't matter to me okay do you think they should have some I'm surprised sort of... no one's hacked into the most yeah. you think it they wouldn't... should have some sort of um, game police kind of system I would so be involved in that do you get paid for it though if so I'd love to be part of it the game, the game we police. We could set up some kind of cake payment. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do as a job? I'm a game police. <laughs> Here to stop crime in the game community. <laughs> <laughs> you just been sitting on there, like on your Xbox all day, and just like, like, oh, you broke the law. <laughs> <laughs> I need some kind of. Uh, Catchy theme song. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a hell, of, it'd be a hell of a thing to try and uh, police, though, wouldn't it? You need loads of people, but you know, it can still work. Just have a whole office full of people just monitoring every computer. Need like uh, the world's greatest hackers. <laughs> if you if you've got a team of amazing hackers behind you, then they can easily find the average hackers, and voila, you can then 
wipe out all of the evil stuff. But then someone could be a dictator. And then it wouldn't be fun for gamers. That's true. <laughs> well, you know, I'm going to have to wrap this up, guys. But let's just talk about one last thing. Um, if any of you guys have looked on the YouTube channel of Game, you mm -hmm. may have seen a video um, about, I believe, a statue of a certain Star Wars. Don't tell them! Don't tell them! <laughs> Don't tell them what? Oh, okay, fine, yeah. Steph wants to win, so I'm not allowed to tell you guys. But go check on their YouTube channel. You'll also see a friendly face there as well. And and no, you can't win the guy. Only... Oh, really? No, you, you can't win him. He's, he's mine only. So, <laughs> he's probably listening I he was to this. Oh, no, he's mine. Me and Chin share him. I, I get him on weekends. Chin gets him <laughs> for the rest of the weekend. He's probably listening to this and like... Okay, um, I'm not gonna talk to you ever again. That's just crazy. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> no, but anyway, that's uh, we'll give him a shout out anyway. Shout out to you. Can we say his name? Ryden, do you think we can say his name? I don't know. I wouldn't. Let's oh. get <laughs> Okay, um, I just, just know him as Game Guy. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to the Game Guy. You know who you are. If you don't know who you are, then um, ask us. <laughs> yeah. Just ask me. And the fact that you, you're you asking us is... kind of suggests that you know who you are. Anyway. Um, let's just end on a friendly... Well, not a friendly note. Let's just end on like a update kind of thing. So, guys. Um, we have a animator for the podcast now. So, be sure to see... Maybe. We don't know that this, an this episode might be animated on YouTube. So, yeah. Is that for Apollo Network? Um, no, I mean um, from, for my channel on YouTube. Oh, that's fine then. Yeah, for Apollo Network, I'm I'm doing 8-bit Rage Quit. You know, that used to be on my channel, and I was like, I have nothing yeah, to yeah, give them. Yeah, I asked you to do it. <laughs> yeah, so it was yeah. quite cool. So, yeah. Uh, also, yeah, check out Apollo Network, because they have some awesome videos up. You guys should check them out. They're really, really good. And they are really, really good. And I hear Steph is a part of it as well. Yes, um, I got to start doing some stuff. Yeah, and with you, maybe. maybe one day we might see some videos like collaborations. Maybe. Yes, no. And there's also myself and uh, Michelle plus um, Lawrence, who you may have heard on here, oh, and I I Justin. Yeah, uh, we've we just yeah we've just opened a new blog as well. Congratulations, um, that's quite an amazing blog, and I hope you guys do podcasts. Uh, something we're looking to do in uh, the future. Um, obviously, we're, we've just started out, so we're look, you know um, testing waters with our um, written blogs, and we're obviously going to uh, come up hopefully with uh, some new fresh ideas with regards to going forward with possibly doing a podcast as well. I'll plug you up on the radio then. Oh yeah, and guys, um, I forgot to say this. On Fridays, you can go check out. Steph's radio show. It's the underscore game underscore show on Twitter. Yeah. Keep an eye on it because I don't know if I'm doing one next week. Yeah, keep follow them on Twitter, guys. I'll put all of these Twitters and all of this stuff in the description because you know I finally figured out how to put stuff in the description as well. <laughs> and I will give a shout out to someone as well, um, not Marky on Twitter. 
Shout out to you because I've I've heard that you got um, your internet kind of sorted out. So congratulations. Hopefully I, I want to have you on the podcast. So if you're listening to this, say hello. Even though you can't because we won't be able to hear you. <laughs> you know. Anyway. Say hello on Twitter. Um, I just want to announce a winner of the Get Life Podcast T-shirt thingy, and also thanks to. Um, Game Over Clothing, who made the t-shirts for us. And the winner is, uh, well, this is going to be very um, not obvious, Chin. So, Chin, they will be sent to you. Yay to Chin! Um, And we did pick this at random. Wink. (laughs) No, but seriously, we did pick it at random. And, yeah, hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Say goodbye, guys. Bye bye. Bye. Later, later. <laughs> nice way to end it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say bye, you know. But it's a bit weird. Thanks for having me. No, it's, it's, it's been a pleasure to have all of you guys. It's been an honour as well. And I'm not drunk, so it's all good. You know, I, I have to admit, it was quite funny when you were drunk. <laughs> it's quite entertaining as well. That's right then. <laughs> Don't worry, I don't mind if you're drunk or not on the podcast, as long as you're in a state that you're able to talk. So, hope you guys have enjoyed this episode, and I also apologise, guys, for not giving you an episode in about a month. But, you know, rather postpone and give you awesome episodes and give you small, crappy episodes. So, I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode.